Her bouquet cleaved his hardened shell and fondled his muscled heart. He imbibed her glistening spell just before the other shoe fell. Ronnie James, what's your favorite Seinfeld quote? My favorite Seinfeld quote is, these pretzels are making me thirsty. Another one I like is when Steinbrenner wants the eggplant calzone. I don't remember what he said, but he wouldn't try another calzone, so George was stuck. Greetings, podcast friends. Today we're talking about some pretty important agency subjects that will illuminate the mind and dazzle the eye. One thing we're talking about is relevant trends in design. Inspiration and color for branding, which is more relevant than you think. And lastly, we're going to talk about creating content that isn't stupid. Ronnie, what do you have for them today? Who cares? Okay, with design trends, we're talking to associate creative director, Sky Wolffang, who obviously had either wick canned or hippie parents. Take it away, Sky. I also like, I could see directly into the eye of the great fish. Mammal. Whatever. Today we're going to be discussing trends in branding going on right now. We've noticed a lot of executional ways branding has violently been taken into relevant and bloody design trends. Designers have been murdering lustfully typography trends including taking long-time brands using only sans-serif fonts. Designers have slashed and mutilated serif fonts by gruesomely hacking to death the little nubs that stick out of the serif fonts for a cleaner and more murderous read poisoning until the eyes of the brand blankly stare into the middle distance. Like Umberto Echoes, the name of the rose, these serif fonts die on their knees like a coward begging for their insignificant life to the new trendy sans serif type that adorns these newly revised major brands. Taco Bell, Burberry, even Spotify have sliced maniacally the small, blood-filled numps that adorn their interesting logo marks until the small, disease-ridden, pus-filled pustules fly off into the mouths of tiny pet demons who beg for more fluids of the dam. As designers repeatedly stab, stab, stabity, stab their pen tool into swooping lines that make their mark unique, slashing, gashing, and mashing their creative blades into their soul until the mark is left, bloodless, dying, but easy to read, so that the naked, colorless bodies walk lifelessly single file to get tacos, purses, or Jay Ferguson singles, so that the constant cut in education funding leaves them little to understand. Our job is to stay on trend and design for the least common denominator because we wouldn't want anyone to learn anything from the design. We just need to strike our blade into the face of the brand until any mouth-breathing nitwit understands what we're selling because we want them buying. And then once we do, we can pounce on them, suffocating them as they lay below us begging to see their material goods one more time before they walk into the desolate, Bosch-like landscape that is their sad and miserable existence. This is Sky Wolf Fang saying, I'll see you tonight when you close your eyes and I'll chase you through your third grade hallway until I snuff out you and your human form lawnmower that is inflatable and talks like Tom Selleck.
this is Bilbo Reynolds' flapper. Color isn't something the common folk think is part of branding. They will say things like, we like blue, we want it green, we don't like purple, and think they're doing us a favor. The common people who don't understand design as good as we do will judge color like it's something we randomly pulled out of our jock strap. That's not how it works. We have to give the color a meaning. For example, when we designed the logo for the new William Shockley Jr. Memorial Library in Silicon Valley, we broke down the elements used to create the first early transistor, assigned a number key to each element, combined the elements into the color spectrum, and used that translated color to make the logo mark. It sort of came out a baby poop brown. Our client hated it. And then we told them what it meant. They were very impressed. They wrote stuff down, nudged each other, talked about how amazing our process is, which they were correct about. And then they told us to make it blue, because Shockley loved blue. So anyway. We also helped the Lutherans design some events. Now I don't remember if it was the nice Lutheran or the mean Lutherans that don't like anything, but we sampled the colors from the first painting that depicted Martin Luther debating against the church. To quote his words depicted in the moment of the painting, Since then your serene majesty and your lordship seek a simple answer, I will give it in this manner, neither horn nor toothed, unless I am convinced by the testimony of the scriptures or by clear reason, for I do not trust either in the Pope or in councils alone, since it is well known that they have often erred and contradicted themselves. I am bound by the scriptures I have quoted and my conscience is captive to the word of God. I cannot and I will not retract anything, since it is neither safe nor right to go against conscience. I cannot do otherwise, here I stand. May God help me, amen. Anyway, they liked that one, they told us, and they used it. So chalk one up for the creatives instead of the squares. Go us. Anyway, this is Bilbo Reynolds Flapper with design advice from us brilliant design types. The more you listen to our podcast, the more you'll get. Hi, this is Bilbo Reynolds, this is Bilbo Reynolds Flapper. In this day and age, content is king. The communication between you and your consumer is ever-present in social media, and the delivery of relevant content is paramount to the success of your brand. Content should be really good and not stupid. Making it stupid will get you the wrong kind of shares. We call them stupid shares, or content of the stupids. For example, if you're a breakfast cereal, why would you show a bowl of rocks with milk in it that just shattered dentures when you took a bite? Unless, of course, you were talking about the competition tasting like rocks, then that's not so stupid, is it? If you were advertising juice for kids' lunches, you probably would not use a super old, rakely celebrity who wears pantsuits because the young people would be like, who is this crusty old sailor telling me juice is good for me? If you were making content for tax preparation, you probably would not show someone cheating on their taxes, getting caught, then getting thrown in the bag, unless your point of difference is that you get people out of that stuff. In which case, go for it. More stupid content things we see out there is when someone makes content using a jingle for hemorrhoids that even though it is completely stupid, I can't get it out of my head. 
So, is it stupid? Maybe it's smart. I'm having lunch at Nabu the other day, and I start singing the hemorrhoid song while we're being seated, and I'm like, wait a minute. This jingle writer is so good that I'm at Nabu singing about hemorrhoids. Wow, what a golden god. I love the hemorrhoid song so much that I'm currently organizing a tribute album called Polaroid Hemorrhoid Trapezoid, and we actually got Nathaniel Radcliffe to do a song on it called I don't think that's what we meant by bubble butt. I'm John Stamos signing off to go home and sit on my donut pillow and write hemorrhoid songs. Taco Johnson's. Taco Johnson's, a taco for everyone, even Johnson. Take a long walk on a long pier and enjoy the darn thing.